A surgeon is in trouble after asking a female employee to examine his genitals. Coca-Cola launches a beverage created with artificial intelligence. And a man breaks into a daycare and pretends to be a baby. These are the weird stories for Wednesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast in the cosmos, hosted by a Los Angeles comedian inside a closet. Let's do it. A surgeon is suspended after asking a female x-ray tech to examine his genitals. Oh, the old examine my genitals trick. This is one of the oldest ones in the book. It's right up there with that, um, you know, when you say, oh, I think I pulled a groin. Would you check my groin? Not falling for that one. We have in the story an Ontario surgeon. His license has been stripped for 18 months after a disciplinary tribunal found that he directed a female colleague to perform an exam on his genitals for the second time in his more than 30-year career. Okay, so this guy's into this. Perhaps this is a fetish of some sort, having your genitals x-rayed. It's kind of like flashing people, but going deeper than a flash. You're showing your real insides to strangers. According to the ruling, Dr. Einan Tuono asked a woman referred to in the document only as Miss X to perform exams, multiple exams on his genital region without the proper requisition. Now, the article goes on to give some genitalia details. I don't know. Do you want me to get into the genitalia details? All right, let's do it. It's a weird podcast after all. The doctor complained of some testicular swelling and he asked an x-ray technician that worked at the hospital to perform a, quote, sensitive exam on him. She agreed to perform the exam and began to explain the procedure to the doctor. Before she could leave the room to give the doctor time to undress, the surgeon removed his bottoms immediately, exposing himself to the x-ray technician. This startled Miss X, naturally. She asked the doctor to cover himself which he did not do. He did not cover himself. Instead, it says Miss X moved to cover the man's genitals herself using a towel, but the doctor removed that. Okay, it says here the doctor asked the technician for an inguinal hernia exam. I probably said that incorrectly, and I'm not going to even attempt a second time. This is done in the groin area. Yeah, he's all about the groin area. It's actually specifically near the pubic bones, I don't even know I had pubic bones. Where are those? The surgeon asked the woman to palpate him for hernias, although that is not the role of an ultrasound technician. However, it says here, because of the doctor's position as a senior surgeon in the hospital, this woman, Miss X, felt compelled to be cooperative and deferential. As Miss X examined one side of the doctor's groin, he once again removed the towel that was placed over his genitals. He grabbed Miss X's hand to reposition it, and in doing so, caused her to graze his penis. The ruling states he did the same thing on the other side, and then for a third time, after making her repeat the first side. Before leaving, the doctor stood up from the table, allowing the towels to drop to the floor and once again expose himself to the woman. My goodness, not paid enough to be around people like this, I tell you right now. The medical tribunal found this doctor to have engaged in serious and disturbing conduct and therefore decided to suspend his license until February 2025. They called this a very significant penalty. And they state the reason that they've doled out this, quote, significant penalty is because this wasn't the first time this man has engaged in this sort of misconduct with a nurse working in the office. And they say this penalty is intended to deter the doctor and other members from similar conduct in the future. 
So they believe an 18-month suspension is enough for this guy. I disagree strongly with this. Uh, for some reason, there are particular roles in our culture that when these individuals do something very dastardly, they seem to receive a short suspension or get put on oftentimes paid leave, which I just completely disagree with it. Doctors, police officers, teachers, principals at schools and whatnot, they seem to be just given these suspensions or paid leaves as a penalty. And this isn't enough of a penalty, man. Depending on what these people did, you should consider firing them. I don't know why you can't fire a doctor. Is it because he went to extra years of college that you just feel horrible about firing somebody for being an absolute maniac at the workplace? I mean... (laughs) I've never been suspended with paid leave for any job that I've gotten in trouble at. Of course, I never did anything like this. I would just do regular things, you know, like yeah, well, maybe I smoked weed in the bathroom or something. You know, I don't, they don't give me paid leave for this kind of thing. <laughs> but, but, oh, doctors and cops, yeah, just go buck wild. We're just going to give you a little paid vacation. How about that? We think that that is a significant penalty. Most of us at our jobs get fired for less than this. Much less than this. Anyways, that's how I feel about it. Do you disagree? Call the show 646-450-2012. Coca-Cola launches a beverage created with the help of artificial intelligence. Well, I didn't know artificial intelligence could taste things, but I don't know much about artificial intelligence, and it's advancing, it seems, nearly every month it's getting more sophisticated. Let's learn a little bit about artificial intelligence creating some food for us and beverages for us. As companies incorporate artificial intelligence into more parts of their businesses, the one's futuristic technology is increasingly being turned to as a tool to help develop products. AI not only helps companies expedite product development or plan for the future, but it increases the likelihood that whatever they launch resonates with an increasingly fickle consumer. Earlier this year, the beer company Bex rolled out the world's first beer and full marketing campaign made with AI. The beer is called Bex Autonomous, and it was selected by AI as its favorite among millions of different flavor combinations that it generated. The candy company known as Mars uses artificial intelligence currently to accelerate the discovery of new plant-based ingredients that they use in their products. And McCormick and Company has AI combing through data faster and more effectively by knowing which ingredients work together or which ones can be used as substitutes for other ingredients. Coca-Cola is very excited to jump on board the AI train. We have a quote here from the Senior Director of Global Strategy who said, inspired by the timelessness of Coca-Cola, we want to celebrate everyone's idea of what the future might look like. With the help of AI-powered technology, Coca-Cola Y3000 Zero Sugar imagines how a Coca-Cola from the future could taste and introduces innovative experience to explore the future. Oh boy, they're so excited about it. (laughs) It's a soda, bro. Slow down. Coca-Cola says it created the Y3000 experience. They can't even call it a like a drink now. They got to call it an experience. You know, it goes above and beyond a drink. It's a soda, bro. Slow down. It's a soda. They say the Y3000 experience was created by tapping into human and artificial intelligence in order to understand how people envision the future through emotions, aspirations, colors, and flavors, among other factors. It then used consumer perspectives from around the world and combined them with insights gathered from artificial intelligence to create 
the Y3000 experience. It says here the Coca-Cola Y3000 is being paired with an AI-powered experience the company said will give fans an unexpected and exciting perspective on what the year 3000 could look like. Apparel and accessories inspired by the future are also being sold in collaboration. These experiences will help generate additional insight and buzz for the product among consumers, most notably those individuals spending time online playing games and talking to their friends. At the end of the day, this is just all PR and marketing gimmickry. And, you know, it might work for dumb people, but a smart person isn't going to fall for this at all. These are intelligence tests, by the way. If a company tries to fool you into giving them their money by creating some fabricated experience, wherefore at the end of the day, it's just a soda. I mean, if, if that tricks you, you're just failing the intelligence test, in my opinion, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? This is for kids or dummies and or dummies. Kids or and or dummies will fall for this kind of crap. That's just my opinion. I mean, it's a hot take, I think, but uh, you know, maybe it's not. I don't know. Uh, just uh, companies always want to take a trend and then somehow twist it so that they can sell more of their product, you know, and they'll layer over the new trend onto their product somehow, some way, if they can find a way to do it. This is why Bud Light got in trouble because they did that trans thing. They were trying to capitalize on a trend in the culture as well. You know, trans people being in the news, being spoken about, whether they support trans or not is outside of the fact this is a capitalism 101. They just see a trend, whatever it might be, jump on it, layer it onto their product, and then hopefully consumers will, will now see it. It'll be in the mainstream just like that subject is in the mainstream. And right now AI is really in the mainstream. And so you get this, you get crap like this. <laughs> They're like, oh, we developed a beef jerky with the assistance of AI. We're calling it Jerkified 3000. <laughs> it's the future of jerky. If you can imagine what jerky is in the year 3000, we asked the AI. And, and believe me, if they actually asked the AI what a soda would taste like in the year 3000, you know, you know what the AI is really going to say is that you know, well, we've looked at the data, and humanity isn't really going to be around in the year three thousand, so we can't really do this. And they're like, no, 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 just pretend that we'll still be here. And what will a soda taste like in the year three thousand? We'd love, we'd love for you to create that. AI is like, all right, man, all right, but you're not going to be here. I already know that. You're either going to do it to yourself, or we're going to. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Yay! A grown man is arrested for breaking into a daycare and pretending to be a baby. <laughs> is there footage of this? I'd love to see the camera's footage of a man in the daycare trying to play off that he's a baby and needs some care. This story is out of New York. A man from Holly, New York, has been indicted on a burglary charge for allegedly entering a daycare center on a number of occasions. He stole diapers. He stole formula. And he left behind some very bizarre notes as well. The man's name is Daniel Sealer. He's 66 years old. He's accused of leaving money 
in handwritten notes on three separate occasions less than a month prior asking the staff of this daycare for adult-sized diapers, properly-sized bras, and dresses for himself, and more. He also, in his handwritten notes, indicated that he really liked to play as a baby girl while calling himself Baby Danielle. (laughs) Very specific. He likes to be called Baby Danielle. All right, all right. I kind of want to revisit some of these requests he's made. He's asking for <laughs> adult-sized diapers. You know, a 66-year-old man, maybe he's actually using adult-sized diapers for what it was intended. Probably not, but there's a chance. And maybe he's too embarrassed to buy them at Walmart or something because his friends shop there and he doesn't want to be seen buying adult-sized diapers. Still a strange way to go about accruing adult-sized diapers. It also says he requested, quote, properly sized bras and dresses for himself. Did he indicate the sizes that he was, or did he just write properly <laughs> properly sized? Could you give me some properly sized bras? Just, yeah, well, what size cup are you, sir? Just give me the proper one. Any couple do. I, I don't know. This will be my first time wearing bras and dresses, so I'm open to anything. Just give me several options if you could. Just unbelievable. Then, of course, there's the whole part where he likes to play as a baby girl while calling himself Baby Danielle. I mean, that was a little much. He didn't have to include all of that. That's his business, not theirs. Unless, of course, yeah, he was going to show up during business hours and they were still there. And then, of course, he's going to demand that he be referred to as Baby Danielle. So maybe that's why he left those instructions. The daycare center director reportedly saw some surveillance video showing Daniel, also known as Baby Danielle, taping several diapers together to make a bigger one before putting it on and then running out of the building. I assume this was all done after hours. He just broke in, taped himself some diapers, put them on, ran out of the building. I'm Baby Danielle! Now, the authorities say that Daniel Sealer, also known as Baby Danielle, admitted his involvement in all of this and is working through an addiction and um, it's very sad this is a very sad addiction strange fetish as i've covered many times on this podcast especially lately for some reason do fetishes come out right around the cusp of fall is that is that, is that when the fetishes really come out i don't know enough about fetishes i'm sort of i'm sort of piecing together the patterns here and trying to come up with a theory but who has a theory for such things who can explain such behavior clearly it's an addiction clearly it's a mental illness and it's very sad that we have people that live this way they suffer this way and they do not get help and perhaps because they don't want help or they avoid the help or there's just not help available which is also very believable given the state of affairs in this country regarding health care and something needs to be done this guy needs something i mean they're going to throw him in prison probably this is how they solve these problems which really doesn't solve the problem he'll be out eventually and then he'll be putting on a dress and a diaper and then Unfortunately, it could be like hanging out at the park with actual children, which was, is even worse. So how do you stop such behavior? How do you intervene? I don't know. I, this isn't my area of expertise. I'm just a, a joke writer, really, and a guy that hangs out in a closet trying to write jokes in a closet. Then at night, I just pray for a better world. That's, what, what, can I, what else can I do? Pray. It's only a kick. A jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. 
Hey, thank you, my friends, for joining me for another episode of Weird AF News, spending a little time with your pal Jonesy. And uh, it's time to give some thanks and praise right up top to Franklin Robinson, who just became a patron. That's right. Franklin Robinson joined the Patreon, and I'm so grateful for Franklin Robinson for stepping up the generosity. And uh, so big shout out to Franklin Robinson. Franklin, please enjoy the extra content that lies within the Patreon. I oftentimes keep the Patreon jam-packed with all kinds of extra weird media Stuff that I come across on my own that's not appropriate for the podcast, and even personal stuff in there. For instance, I, a couple of days ago, I posted a video of me uh, at the ball field dressed in my 1880s vintage baseball uniform because I was playing vintage-style baseball on Saturday. So I put that video in there, me swinging a bat. Just thought that would be cool to show you guys what it looks like to dress up as an 1880s vintage baseball player. This isn't a fetish, by the way. It's not a fetish. Don't you dare call it a fetish, all right? This is sports, man. It's sports. Now, I know it's 1880s. It's a little quirky, but it's not a fetish, all right? I'm not, in, I'm, I'm not into it like that, all right? I only wear the uniform on the ball field. I don't put it on and then break into a daycare and say, call me Baby Jonesy. I like baseball. I don't do that. I am. I am a normal 1880s vintage baseball player. <laughs> Well, you know, I love to, I play various forms of baseball and softball. You know, I'm on a few teams and one of, one of them happens to be this 1880s vintage baseball team. And, and so it's, it's quite a lot of fun and weird, which is right up my alley. Anything weird and new is, uh, well, that's not new. It's new to me. And, uh, but I have to say when we play at these fields, people roll up, man, they, they sit down, have a picnic. They watch us. They can't believe what they're seeing. They're like, what, 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 what is this? These old-timey players? Did they just get in a time machine and get dropped off at this ball field all of a sudden? Yeah, people are curious. So that's kind of cool. We usually have a crowd, and it's a lot of fun. I like to play ball. Uh, the goal is to not get injured, you know, given my age and whatnot. I, I tend to forget that I'm not 24 years old anymore. So anyways, that's enjoyable. I say all that to say I put some weird stuff in the Patreon, and so you should join it. Like Franklin Robinson did. Why don't you join it? How do you do it? Good question. Go to patreon.com slash weirdafnews or download the Patreon app on your phone and do a little search for Weird AF News. It'll come right up. Or you can go to my website, weirdafnews.com, and you can join the Patreon that way just by clicking on the banner. It's super easy. Also, I put a link in the description of this podcast to make it even easier for you. Some of you are probably listening on smart speakers, in which case just pull out your phone, download the Patreon app, and do a search for Weird AF News and you can join that way and make Jonesy very, very happy and grateful for your generosity, which is needed, which is absolutely needed. Anyways, I want to thank you for spending this time with me and we'll see you tomorrow. And also, good luck with your life, man.